0: More beer today. It's it's yeah. a good Friday. It's it has been a good Friday, I'll give it that. You were having dinner with your folks, weren't you, Bees? How'd that go?
1: Yeah, I was. That one's pretty good. My mother made homemade
0: pizza. Damn. Oh. I always love when my stepmother would make homemade pizza. Actually, it was such a thing that I love that actually one of the things she gifted uh me and my boyfriend uh this year or this past year for Christmas was uh a recipe for like pizza dough that she found and was like loving, so she like included that along with some stuff for making pizza, which was like just it was great. Nice, I know you were getting rated right into the whole art of uh pizza making for a bit there, Zoo, weren't you? Oh,
2: yeah, we get uh we get these bags of frozen dough from the supermarket when we get grocery orders, and uh it's basically like I don't know, like 600 grams of just frozen dough You thaw it in the fridge overnight And then it's ready to go You cook it for like 15 minutes after you flatten it out And put whatever you want on it That's my uh, yeah. It's a real good time uh, We've been I'm, I'm usually the one who makes it Between me and my wife uh, But we, we load up a ton of toppings on it Lots of cheese and Cook it for 15 minutes and it's a nice quick meal Very Ooh. tasty I'd say it's even better than pizzeria pizza That we'd get from delivery sometimes <sighs>
0: Damn, that is a bold claim bold but...
2: Oh, I know, and you know my proclivity for fast food and how much I I love garbage junk food and stuff like that. So, like, if I'm saying that it's better than delivery, you know it's good. It's delicious. It's, it's yeah. yeah Goddamn it, bees, you fucking <laughs> beat me to it. But man, we're it's balcony
0: banter. We're back. It's episode twenty-two. We well, always say it's bad. We're back. We're always back. It's always like you never relax. <laughs> so well, I mean, yeah, not to weekly yeah. basis. <laughs> We say it like we've been gone for a long period of time, but it's never. Well, it's never usually much more than it is any any other week. But uh, sometimes there's points where the editing gets delayed. I guess, but
1: we're back. It's Big B and I'm Bees.
0: We got zoo, zoo with us again this week. Yeah. yeah,
1: we got a whole petting zoo with us today.
2: The return.
0: Oh, petting. Wow. I don't know. See.
1: <laughs>
2: Let's start with the week... podcast and see where it takes us. <laughs>
0: this week on the balcony it's a uh, big monster watch 20 oh,
2: oh yeah i think it'll man. be
1: good i mean it it's the iconic better. godzilla versus king kong i think true. they're going to put some good attention into that I, I just feel
2: like so. it's super unrealistic because technically they're not even in the same weight class. The rest of it, like, totally believable. But I mean, one of them had to cut weight to get down there, and it just. Well, um,
1: yeah, I, they did have to scale. Yeah, one of them to well, yeah. meet well, okay, the other.
2: But
0: here's the thing: I'll give them in their defense because they didn't scale the big G down. They scaled the the Kongus up to meet his size. So, he, he so
2: up to meet it. This okay,
0: this yeah. this is this is not a. We have a small Godzilla fighting. You know us you regular size King Kong. This is, we have a fucking massive King Kong to fight the big,
2: the big, <laughs> they, they supersized him is what you're saying.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's a thick Kongus.
2: So it's, it's, it's still within the, the legality of the rules of the KFC, the Kaiju fighting championship. The K-
0: <laughs> that's per yes, that's great. That's a, that's a good concept. So we should do that. That's a, uh... I love it.
2: Yeah, all, all we need is for kaiju to exist, and you know, not to get sued by somebody, and it's all gravy.
0: Well, I was thinking of it more of the grounds of like a video game or something. But sure, that's. I mean, if if you need this to be like a real reality, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't be down for that either. Well, I don't know.
2: Well, it depends mm, there on the could be repercussions Yeah, repercussions <laughs> and potentially collateral damage might be a factor. But... I mean, no. hey, it would be interesting at the very least. I mean, you know, the world could use some more intrigue, I think. Oh,
1: yeah. Especially, really?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I catastrophe, feel like... But...
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we have enough, uh, enough bad shit going on. I don't think we need big monsters stomping around to make that uh, improve. I, I don't know. I guess it would be more interesting.
2: What if they were like really good, you know, benevolent monsters? You know, what if they just stepped on the bad people? Surely that is something (laughs) that we could get behind. Well, I I mean, if
1: for sure that would happen, then sure. Yeah, I guess I could get behind that. Well, yeah,
2: you know, just lay out some ground rules and say, okay, Kaiju, if we're going to wish you into existence, you need to behave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They they gather around the woods in the dark of night, (laughs) around the wishing stone. Bill sending here, motherfucker. We've got to go through the deal. they got to lay out some fucking ground yeah. rules. Okay. <laughs> the, the, ch- the, oh, chanting, the chanting began.
1: I feel yeah. like we've talked about this before, but isn't there uh, other King Kong vs. Godzilla movies? Like, is well, this like... So this um,
0: this is like the second one they've done. The first one was all the way back in like I think the sixties. It wasn't too long after the original um Godzilla came out, because they basically were like, Yeah, King Kong's big name. We should do a thing with that. I think if I recall correctly, unless this is no, I think that's a different movie. Maybe it was maybe it was the Godzilla vs. King Kong. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've looked into this now, but I know that I think i think that movie but i hmm. see i keep tripping over myself because i'm really starting to doubt if i'm thinking of the right movie but i'm pretty sure i am anyways i'm pretty sure it was originally supposed to be frankenstein so there's like a weird thing in the movie with like king kong and electricity which was like kind of seemed weirdly out of place because that's not a thing you would normally associate with a big monkey uh is electric powers or some shit kind of along those lines but it was just kind of like a holdover from when it was originally supposed to be like Frankenstein in the role. So they just kind of kept some of those parts, I
2: guess. Um, I have This raises a number of questions for me. <laughs> so okay. are you saying that it was going to be Kong versus Frankenstein? Or it was no, no, no. Godzilla versus Frankenstein? There you go, that one. Okay, that I have additional questions. Um, <laughs> I, so I haven't we, seen that one in particular, so
0: <laughs> we'll see what I can we, do for you.
2: We have established that um, in the movie that has just come out, uh, Kong has bulked up to meet the size well, of
0: God's. Yeah, so in, in this in the monsterverse, <laughs> the as they call it in, in for the Legendary Pictures films, they they have, in their continuity like Kong is part of this like, because their whole deal is all of the, the kaiju are not, they're like these like ancient primordial monsters mm-hmm. that have like reawoken Starting to kind of like, you know, shuffle things around in terms of like the order of things on Earth again. So Kong's rate Kong was like part of like a race of these big monkey monsters. Basically, the first movie mm-hmm. that he's in kind of like starts to hint at like, oh yeah, he's he's actually still pretty young for like his his like age or like for like his species, basically. So like he's gonna get older. He's getting a lot fucking bigger, which is Cause the the first kong movie actually takes place during like the vietnam war basically it actually it draws a lot of uh like Hong skull island pays a lot of homage to like old vietnam war movies and shit like that yeah. um like they're I they're get... playing uh uh bad mood rising by ccr as they're like flying yeah. in on helicopters to like face <laughs> off against kong the first time as they're like first getting to the yes. island and shit. In, in Vietnam, movement.
2: there was literally only ccr as a band um but no, my, my question was actually uh they bulked up Kong or he got bigger to fight Godzilla now. But if yeah, the was there's like a to bunch fight of Frankenstein, years, so, yeah, um, how the fuck was that gonna work? Because <laughs> well, Frankenstein I, is would, it been amazing. man height. I guess yeah, like, yeah. I'm just I'm picturing, did he like would the Big. plot be he goes around the world to find other pieces of dead kaiju and slowly like sews them onto himself <laughs> so he can reach his final form of being <laughs> also, giant Frankenstein?
0: i'll say that actually the idea of like a frankenstein of like other kaiju monsters so yeah like kind of there's stitching, something there that's that's a tight concept that's really dope that's i don't think yeah. what it was i think it was just a giant oh, i imagine you know, not big green frankenstein like frankenstein's monster sorry for the fucking <laughs> people who are inevitably gonna give me shit if i don't make that clarification <laughs> um that's true yeah yeah, yeah but yeah just big big green frankenstein
2: because now i'm just picturing big green frankenstein's monster okay yes. uh just basically pointing up at godzilla and mumbling or uttering nothing and then just getting squeezed. <laughs> well really quickly uh,
0: but i mean if they're like the same size i don't that's that's kind of what i'm saying i think that's yeah. that was like the height differential they were
1: Probably going to go for. I just feel like, like it might be more of a stretch to try to scale up Frankenstein than God or King Kong. Yeah, King I Kong mean,
2: can be like a little bit more believable.
0: It was the sixties. No one. It, it, was, <laughs> yeah. it was a long yeah. zone in terms of those kinds of films. Like I don't yeah. know, man. They there was one of the monsters Godzilla fought in that era of. Of movies was Endura Horror of the Deep*, which was just a really big lobster, basically.
2: <laughs> nice. Um, so, wasn't there was was is it canonical that like Godzilla versus Bambi movie, which was just like, isn't it like three seconds long? Where was Bambi. maybe this is like a Monty Python short, but there's some there's some animated movie that's supposed to, it's like Godzilla versus Bambi, and then it just shows Bambi, and then like a giant foot just stomps on Bambi, and it's like it's over. I've seen this before. I saw it and I feel like it's old, like, Terry I believe, I would believe you. or something. I would
1: believe you, yeah, if you said like Mon- Monty Python.
2: <laughs> yeah, Godzilla- I'm just, especially with the giant <laughs> foot coming in. Like, that's kind of a classic Monty Python gag. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've seen this, but it's Godzilla's foot that comes stomping down. And I think it was either, maybe it was like uh, some counterculture to- 60s or 70s short. Go
1: according ahead. to Google, it's a, uh, yeah, Bambi meets Godzilla in 1969. It was a yeah, that's minute about... 30 long animated short.
2: Was it Robert Crumb? That guy who did all the illustrations for like Big Brother and the Holding Company with Janis Joplin. And he was like a very famed counterculture illustrator at the time.
1: Uh, I'm seeing a lot of Marv Newland.
2: No. Oh, yeah, because it would be our Crumb if that if I was correct in that assumption, but. It doesn't ring a bell. Oh. It's not
0: something I've heard of, anyways. Well, um, it's,
2: it's short. You should Google it sometime.
0: <laughs> <'Cause>
2: <laughs> I, I can kind alert, of alert. imagine. It doesn't go does not way. win.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah I wouldn't uh, have
0: expected. So it it they, they fucking For made Bambi. Bambi huge, Swole <laughs> yeah. Bambi. I
2: would watch that. Yeah, Princess Mononoke, <laughs> giant forest spirit style kaiju versus legit Godzilla.
0: I just—I was just thinking, it's just a really big Bambi. Either either works. Mean, real.
1: Honestly, yeah, I feel like a a really big Bambi would not uh, put on a good show. Yeah,
0: yeah, but I mean, it's a really good show up until you have a big lizard that can literally just
2: breathe radiation at you. <laughs> well, if we're okay, if we're in the the hypothetical situation where we're making Bambi. Multiple stories <laughs> tall. We're not just gonna not give him any powers, right? Like he's oh, got to oh, be yeah. the, the great Bambino must have some special attribute. I oh, I feel like really. see,
0: no, he he doesn't. have But that's problem because you just make Bambi big. What what power does would that give Bambi? Now you see, he would a, be able to uh, cut the right on, now. Hold on. Let me let me flip it a little bit though. What if we make Rudolph the Red Nose reindeer really big?
1: That's see, something. that was I was. That's what I was gonna say. They they a, other deer. And just Rudolph, <laughs> and wow. shows up okay. and starts whooping okay. ass.
0: Okay, Does he wait. write
2: a dear John letter?
1: <laughs>
0: oh. oh no. Okay. Well, okay. Well, that's. Uh, I'll give you bees. My thought was just that he, you know, would have like some crazy like red laser nose beam shit or something like that. <laughs> you know, and I, I'll admit yeah. that's a little hanging fruit in a sense as to where you could go with the powers, but. Uh, you're suggesting his ability is just to call in a storm of other deer. Oh, right. and exactly. And
2: well, you know what he'd have to do to say that. he just on Donner, on Blitzen, on Cupid. <laughs> on I'm saying them completely out of order, but that would be the call, right? Like we're we're and agreed on that just, point. They, oh yeah, he'd call their names, and then they yeah,
1: just all, come all over them. In. Jingle Bambi, bell green.
0: Bambi's yeah. nose serves as a guiding laser as his shoulder blades <laughs> pop out. Oh they my start god! Firing out like missiles. Yeah, (laughs) I can picture it in my mind clear as day, and it's pretty rad.
2: (laughs) You could also, doesn't, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not the Godzilla expert on this podcast, but um, doesn't, like, his tail spikes and, like, the back spikes, don't they absorb energy that converts into the thermonuclear breath that he has or something? Uh, Because Rudolph's nose could be, like, maybe he absorbs all the energy from Godzilla's blast with his red nose and then releases a... Actually...
0: Low-key, that's actually a power one kaiju within the the Toho universe of Godzilla movies has. That's uh... a... If I remember correctly, it's King Caesar who has that ability. He's he's basically this big giant like uh, Chinese food dog kind of thing. That's supposed okay. to be like more or less what he is. He's his origins in the movies that he was in was always more like mythological, as like this ancient like defender spirit kind of thing. Usually yeah. more along the lines of being a good guy kind of. Um, but anyways, I'm pretty sure he has like this crystal thing or something that he uses that can just like absorb like enemy attacks and just like fire it back as like another beam.
2: Yeah, because I remember so. I've seen seen that before in a kaiju movie or something. Um, it's basically it's like Lucina or any of the people in Smash who can like counter any attack. You just <laughs> guard and then <laughs> unleash hell after. Oh man, Godzilla and Smash confirmed. Oh man. <laughs> Bambi and Smash oh, maybe man. not confirmed. That's you heard it here first, folks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in case you were wondering, Bambi's probably okay, not going <laughs> to be attached. I'm just picturing
2: the, memories, but... the, the the trailer starts and it's like new challenger approaches, and then it's literally just the clip from the original Bambi of Bambi trying to walk as he stumbles into frame, <laughs> just like completely deer legged, just falling <laughs> over, and then it's like, oh yeah. Oh, that'll man. be nine ninety nine, folks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, like Mario, Link, and Donkey Kong, just start beating the shit out of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of um the memes uh, from when Smash first came out. I want to say like a year ago now. Uh, yeah. it was like a all, new challenger approaches, but people would just b- pick anyone.
2: Oh yeah, just, like just like
1: make like shit, the meme because yeah. the the iconic yeah <laughs> imaging
2: they use. New challenger approaches this fucking sandwich <laughs> on my desk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Oh man. I uh Yeah, I don't know. I it's, it's been a while since I've really played Smash. I, it's not something I've really gone here.
1: For. Yeah, same. Used to play uh,
0: play it with people,
2: but
1: Yeah, same, honestly. But, uh, we used to play all the time with my friend group, but yeah, COVID mm-hmm. obviously just kind of made it that a little difficult.
2: This yeah. is true.
1: It is definitely uh, a party game like to play with your friends. Yeah. Oh, for sure.
2: Melee, uh, me and um, uh, did you We used to play that all the time on GameCube, and I would play it like solo, just grinding <laughs> and having fun and stuff like that. But um, I did that a lot with the Wii U version of, overall of Smash. Well, no, so the, the Wii U one, the actual, which is like, um, what was it called? Oh, you
1: mean just like four?
2: Oh, oh yeah it did, was it was uh, the one after brawl before before the switch i think it was just called like Super. it, was just, well, it's, Super it, doesn't, it didn't have, it
1: have a name it was it was four uh it based everyone called it for glory though because it was oh, okay. the fourth installment of the smash bros game yeah after I, I, uh we but, but before switch
2: that's true yeah no i played that one a lot solo to like unlock everything and i i didn't have like a huge group of people i played that with regularly um, and I tried to do the same with the the switch version when it came out. Like I unlocked everybody pretty quickly, but I didn't um continue on with like the single player uh, procedurally generated stuff or whatever that story campaign, oh, mode like that uh, yeah, 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 I didn't invest a ton of time into that. Yeah, I but didn't really since either. then I, all I've played is really just when people have been over. I'll try and like if I know people were coming over, I would grind a couple hours so that I'm not like rubbish if we end up playing. and then, just outside of that, I haven't picked it up on on my own time.
1: Well, also, uh, we used uh, do too. Like, we don't really like me and my friend group. I'd say like we're pretty good, like considering like we just we just play with each other. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's I shouldn't. I was a little mistaken earlier when I said it's a party game. Like we do. Uh, it is definitely the game where like you play with a group of friends. But like we yeah. do definitely. Uh, yeah. At least when it comes to us, we do. Uh, try to like win. Uh, yeah. Try hard. Try to win. Stuff like that.
2: Yeah, fucking sweaty. <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, I, I've had that in the past with with different groups of people, but yeah, I uh, it's definitely made it harder lately. Obviously, with, with everything going on. Um, I I usually play Zero Suit is kind of my go to uh, ever since the Wii U one, um, and that <laughs> transitioned over to uh, to Smash. I'm a pretty easy player to read, but I can still <laughs> put in work with what I I do do with her. <laughs> which is you know those up b's man the kicks with the oh man the multi hits and then the big swinging kick at the end uh that just launches people that if is you a... catch someone with that and you hit fully oh it feels so good because they're yeah. getting pummeled all the way up and then the big bicycle kick at the end you're just like Buh-bye. oh man
1: has some good oh, loss then. to you but yeah it just does a lot of damage yeah absolutely
2: but it's it's easy to read and if you miss if you whiff yeah. completely you are so vulnerable it's oh rough. yeah
1: because you have to be like touching them yeah to
2: use it yeah and you're floating down the whole way and you got no guard and people are just like you're easy pickings man
0: (laughs) they'll get you well maybe that's something we can look at doing Because, well i've been trying to within our, our little discord server that we have for for our friend group and trying to start up uh doing some well because we we talked before in an episode pretty recently I ibs about mm-hmm. the, the the increase in the online gaming with with our within our friend group and oh yeah how much fun that's been so we're trying to look at uh expanding that out some so while well, we're doing this watch tonight of course of the the godzuki versus the Congus uh as a group watch party tonight which is i'm let me tell you, pretty hype about that. But I'm also very hyped because we're looking at doing some group tournament stuff for uh, some gaming things. And first one we have lined up is going to be Pokemon, but we've, we've been talking about doing
1: like, some uh, other ones. I'll be
2: fine. Yeah.
0: Looking uh, at some tentative plans. Uh, well, I think we've been talking about doing uh, Mortal Kombat and talking about doing. Uh, uh, well, I think Mortal Kombat and Justice or you youth See, but we could do, yeah, we could do some Smash Bros. We could do fucking, I don't know. We could see. I could, I could maybe look at getting Dragon Ball Fighters on PC.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> I, any heard...
2: fighting game is pretty decent for that, but I just the NetherRealm software games with the most, the two most recent ones being Injustice Two and Mortal Kombat Eleven. Um, I was telling uh, Bigby, just they're they're really really good because they have excellent. Um, A.I. character options so you can build like preset loadouts of you know so any of the characters that exist in the game you can have a loadout which is okay I want them to wear like this gear so that could be randomized uh, chest pieces and helmets and or like it's usually it's usually like um, three things that are relevant to the character so for example um jackie briggs who's Jax's daughter she has two arm cannons so one is like the left arm cannon one is the right arm cannon and then she's got like a shield generator battery thing which is a sort of like it's basically just a big battery Mm. um so those are her three items so you can get gear that makes each of those three elements look different and then you can socket things into those like gems which can give a little, little boosts to stats and things like that Um, but you can create these loadout presets and you can name them, which I usually just name them something stupid and Mimi. That's a pun, um, (laughs) as is my custom, (laughs) Uh, but you can, you then you can also, they have like a pool of customizable move sets. So for example, they may have like eight different moves that you can choose from and you have three slots and some of the moves take only one slot to fill and some of them take two. So for example, you could say, okay, I really want this one move in her move set so you select that and it has a a value of like one which means you have two left so you could do two other moves which each cost one value or you could pick one move that has you know a cost of two so you've got three costs total um and then you just sort of pick the moves that you want to like add to her move set and it's really cool because some of them are completely new moves which gets added into the pool so it's like hey now if you do this combo string she will do this move but other ones Are just like hey this completely modifies The way this existing move in her pool works So it can say like oh now you can Extend it by pressing like R1 To you know burn a meter Um, And you know she does Like two extra attacks some of them change You know okay well now you can fire this in the air Things like that it's just it's really cool And customizable so I figured we could make like Presets um, And that would be like the pool people could choose from and then they Could all build their own characters and then we just have a big AI tournament where it's kind of Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we pit all the AI characters against each against each other, and then they, we see who comes out on top. Well, uh, that's
1: actually what me and my friends uh, do, but um, with we use uh Smash meebs, like Amiibos. Uh, oh, we actually, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so with those, actually, you can train them yourselves.
2: Yep. And, uh, yeah, and kind I have a of a couple that are super leveled up at this point. Oh, know, nice. The ages, but they were from the Wii U one. Yeah, I, I love. I maxed out. I have a ninety nine Zelda that. Ooh is basically unbeatable, or she used to be. It was insane. Oh, yeah, um, that fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> Zool. That, you remember that, Zool? Yeah, I remember. That's, that, that's that, a testament that's to just that's how that. unbeatable she was, that you you actually remember her.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, she was fucking nuts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, me and my friends, we put our amiibos against each other, yeah. and yeah, we just kind of like, yeah, have round-robin tournaments to see, like, who would, yeah. whose amiibos would uh, win. Because they, like, kind of learn your fighting style. So like yep. you obviously trying to train them to not only counter your friend's characters, but also yep. like how they kind of fight. Yeah, so they, a, I remember you, to get fun. them to
2: level up, you you had to play with them and then that kind of like they inferred how to act based on your actions and stuff. That was a really cool system. I wish that kind of continued evolving that and made it, you know, even more complex, but you know, Nintendo. Nintendo yeah. Nintendo things. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They
0: definitely do. The, I mean, the, that's, Mario had his death day recently from yeah the same problem. Oh. And that's,
2: I would love to do a Smash tournament, but I mean that's obviously the biggest hurdle is that we can't really get people together very easily, and the infrastructure yeah. around online gaming with Nintendo is there's Nintendo. only one way to do it, and it's yeah. bad.
1: Nintendo <laughs> online
2: is horrible. Well, it could yeah, it's probably can... better than it used to be, but it's still not ideal. If we were doing one on one matches privately, it might be a little bit easier, but I don't even know if that's
1: option. Well, actually, now you mentioned that I don't know if I talked about this before, but um, I saw a tweet. I don't know if it was troll or not. I really should look into this more. Uh, but I saw a tweet a while ago saying that Nintendo was going to switch over their servers, which are apparently like
2: 20 something years old. Oh, that yeah. I, that yeah. That doesn't me. That right. seems that too.
0: I heard Stu talking about that because yeah, it's something he's discussed where a lot of stuff in Japan, like their netcode and stuff within Japan is like really, really good. But outside if because it doesn't necessarily right. equate to what's going on outside of Japan, when they take a lot of those systems externally, they yeah. uh don't uh perform as well. But uh yeah, I, I was remember hearing about that too. It was like some old shit. Like I think there it was something too where like it had checks in it to see if something was running on like Windows ninety-five.
2: Yeah, that was it. It was it you was know, like, hey, we found code in here that is referencing things that nobody has used in like over <laughs> a decade and a half. No wonder. And it's just they've it's never updated so it since. Yeah, exactly. It's, but yeah, that's that's interesting how it is. Like for them, it's super functional um overseas, right? But as soon as you try to apply the system that they built for this specific localized use case broadly, it starts mm-hmm. rec- realizing its failures as a yeah yeah that's kind of i mean that it's not great like they should account for that but at least it's, it's an interesting like reason for it i guess
0: i mean that's uh that's a lot of what you could attribute to like japanese game design in general in terms of how games sometimes don't translate that yeah. well over to the west like a lot of games do and a lot of things do, and, it, and to be fair for a long time there's also a, a sentiment on the japanese side that like we didn't want what they had either like that that we wouldn't understand it or that they infer in some cases that we weren't good enough at it (laughs) uh, as well but yeah it's it's just one of those things where they tend to kind of think about the japanese market first and then everything else is an afterthought so yeah
2: which i don't mind as long as we eventually get there sometimes they they put like 80% into the local focus and then it's like If it was just a longer timeline to get It to work for everybody who might Want to partake in that gaming solution That's one thing but if It's just kind of like We fall by the wayside you know it's It's just frustrating because I think so many people love Nintendo and love what they do but they have Such archaic business practices and sort of like Ideas that Consumers want from them Um, And I think they It's not a lack of knowledge like they must know I think they just they're a little stubborn about how they approach the third-party markets um but when you were saying that uh you know how they focus on the local side that's kind of funny just because obviously we' we're, we're developers and that's it's the literal <laughs> incarnation of well it works on my local which is the excuse <laughs> that any developer gives when they make something that they think works and they send it out to production and it doesn't work for anyone else eh, it works on my machine that's Japan yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> Works here he yeah, yeah, I think right you guys Yeah, you
2: guys you guys probably just didn't install it correctly or yeah, I don't know exactly. what it is. Just check your <laughs> check your support queue. You probably screwed <laughs> something up.
1: Oh man. Probably got to update your drivers or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: If you tried turning it off and then back on again.
0: <laughs> oh, the classic. The OG. Yeah. The IT. <laughs> oh. God <laughs> fucking damn it. I'm just looking on Discord for a moment, just, you know, I mean, maybe I shouldn't be letting myself get distracted mid-recording, but, uh, (laughs) you know, just seeing Invisifly posting a a pertinent question, I think, to some of our discussion here this episode. Paul
2: Bunyan, a kaiju? That was a tweet. (laughs) I saw that tweet, like, a week ago. It was a picture of the giant lumberjack man, and it was, is, is, is Paul Bunyan a kaiju? And I was like, that's a good question. I mean, I think he
0: is category, I guess so. I mean, I do. I want to see Paul Paul Bunyan fight King Kong and Godzilla. I mean, probably big man with an (laughs) axe.
2: Doesn't he have like a a, a big familiar like um, animal that he calls in? It's a bull or something, right? Or am I thinking of no? So Paul Bunyan is one of the those Wild West tales. And there's one that's like they made a movie about this in the 90s. And it was called like three tall tales or something. And one of them was the story of Paul Bunyan. And then another one had like a giant bull or maybe the giant bull was. The giant bull part was... of Paul Bunyan's. And part, there was also, there was like a big tornado. Part they, they part were Paul
0: basically... Bunyan <laughs>
2: <laughs> All along. It was him the whole time. I'm, I'm going to look this up because there this movie exists. It's a real thing. Oh, and it was basically I, like three I, mini stories in a one movie. And there was a tornado, a bull, and Paul Bunyan. I'm I'm pretty certain here. <laughs> a
0: tornado, a bull, and Paul Bunyan walk into a bar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Paul Bunyan chops it down. The bar, the bar. Okay, it was. It was 1995. Oh. 1995, the movie was called Tall Tale. A young boy's imagination summons cowboy legend Pecos Bill, that's something I'm thinking of, who helps him save the family farm from a greedy land grabber. With the help of a lumberjack and a railroad worker, they all embark on a surprise filled adventure. Oh, yeah. The, the <laughs> Patrick railroad Swayze worker. was in it. Oh, Who, what's the
0: name of the railroad? Rail, yeah, holy fuck. The railroad worker. Holy fuck, man. John Henry.
2: It would have been John Henry, right? Yeah. Paul Bunyan, that. Pecos Bill, and John Henry. And it was basically, those are all three individual like American folk tales. And they just kind of, they're like, how can we make this into one? They A giant movie helped, in the 90s. the Avengers style <laughs> united them to help save this whole yeah. kid. Help them oh, save God. this farm. The Paul Bunyan MCU. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Except they, they did not have faith, so they made one of them. <laughs> and they put them all in one movie. <laughs> you gotta monetize that shit. Figure it out, man. I know it was just the 90s, but there was there's money on the table there. <laughs> 5.9 out of 10. Raised the rating for Tall Tale in 1995. Oh man. Ooh. I saw this on VHS. That's spicy. Yeah, so speaking of Paul Bunyan, um oh, I was at the grocery store yesterday. Oh. Um which was terrifying and interesting because I, I usually do delivery pick or not what? delivery but pick up, not actually go into the store and man, that is some post-apocalyptic shit to go through. Um, oh man. But it yeah. was all worth it. And you'll, the reason why this is segueing from Paul Bunyan is because I saw a snack that I have heard of in America that I had never seen before, and that is Funyuns.
1: Oh and yeah, I had
2: bags of Funyuns, and I was like, I know these, but I've never <laughs> had them my whole life because I live in Canada. Um, I've, and yeah, yeah. Anyways, we got a bag. They're they're weird. I I had always thought that Funyuns were just like those sour cream and onion like puffed rings that we have. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I thought. Okay are they not they are not
2: no they're basically like dehydrated onion rings that look like onion rings without the the slimy onion in the middle and they taste that way like that's what they are they're basically like fried onion ring husks that taste like onion rings without the onion in them it's i was like this whole time this is what these were i had no idea (laughs) so those sour cream and onion rings aren't like completely those are a different thing okay apparently
0: that's wild. I didn't know that. I thought that's just yeah. what they were.
2: Same. I was like, well, I, I know what these taste like, but I've never had the official, so I'll get those. And I ate one. And I was like, whoa, these Wait, are this crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was nuts. So if you see them, give them a give him a try. It was like a two-dollar bag or something, but it was like a full-size mm, okay. bag.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's that's interesting. I found there was a lot of weird differences with snack foods and stuff between Canada and the US when I was the one time i've been down in the states
2: (laughs) yeah well we used to we used when i was growing up we always would get like the saturday morning cartoons and we would there was no separation between the american and the canadian commercials at that time you saw the american commercials when you were watching the canadian uh, canadian version of the you know the saturday morning cartoon lineup so growing up my sister and i we would always be seeing like the teenage mutant ninja turtle uh breakfast cereal all like the booberry and frankenberry and fruity pebbles and all that stuff and we couldn't get them and it drove us crazy cuz we're like <laughs> that looks amazing i looks so good but what the hell i'm 3 years old and i want i want <laughs> ninja turtle marshmallows in my horribly <laughs> sugary cereal and i just couldn't get them cool. um but it's there's always been like differences like that like especially with candy and stuff but things like even in my adult life now i i saw uh, Fruity Pebbles for the first time in Canada, or no, it wasn't. Sorry, it wasn't Fruity Pebbles. It was um, uh, Crunch Berries, the Captain Crunch Crunch Berries. I saw those okay. for the first time about sometime last year in a in a grocery store where we live, and I, I immediately bought them. And my wife was like, "What are you doing? You look <laughs> ridiculous." And I'm like, "Look, I've been waiting <laughs> over 30 years to eat these, and you will not stop me from putting yeah, them in yeah, my I'm... cart." Oh, I've been there before. I'm being <laughs> firm here. You you do not crush my childhood <laughs> dreams. I'm going to eat these. And you cannot stop me.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> that's great.
2: Yeah. Oh, to her credit, she didn't fight it. She's just, just mm-hmm. you know, rolled her eyes as she always does. <laughs> we proceeded with life.
0: That's, that's the way it goes. I mean, yeah. that's, I don't know. I understand her energy, though. That's as I was. Oh, yeah. That earlier conversation we had—that's mm-hmm. my boyfriend. And I have very much have the same dynamic, but <laughs> I, I am very much uh, more in the position of your wife than.
2: <laughs> yeah. Whereas Are you boyfriend... serious? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How <laughs> often do you roll your eyes? Because that's <laughs> the true test.
0: And, and enough, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I won't act as though there's never been points where I've also made him roll his eyes. So, you know, yeah, it, it is what it, it evens out.
2: It's a give and take. But, yeah i think my wife and i we have a uh it's funny because all of our friends think we're hilarious when we're hanging out with them um uh, because we i guess the, the best way to describe it is we kind of bicker um but it's like we we it's always from a place of love and i find it's better because there's lots of couples out there who you know they're too afraid to say anything and they you know they walk on eggshells around each other and that's just not great communication yeah and um my wife and I like the way i describe it is when I'm trying to describe my relationship to people which i'm doing right now is <laughs> i call it like lovingly antagonistic it's like we pick at each other mm-hmm. but it's because it's funny and we both are in on the joke and i think that's why it works yeah um true, true. it takes a lot of trust and uh understanding to to do that without somebody's feelings getting hurt i think oh yeah i get that uh, but but it's uh it's nice just having that openness and that acceptance.
0: I mean it, it also helps like being with someone for a long time and you just mm-hmm. you become so close with them too. And it, it's oh, uh, yeah? I, I can yeah. sort of I can understand that mindset because like I don't being with my boyfriend is the longest most serious relationship I've been in out of any yeah. relationship I've been in and it's like it's coming up on to basically getting to the point being two years now, which not as yeah. long as you and, you and your wife, obviously, but it's, okay.
2: it's well, not, yeah, it's not a competition. Not,
0: <laughs> exactly. It, not to say that that's, zoos
2: like, win
1: and No, I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not to say that it's to that same degree, which is the only reason I mentioned that uh, more than just that. Like, even at this point though, I can start to see that sort of being a thing. Like I, yeah. I know there's a degree of, uh, like, I, I deal with anxiety socially too, with a lot of situations, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? So, but, like, with him, that's not something I really deal with. I feel very comfortable yeah. talking to him, being with him. And that's part of why I knew early on, like, that's part of, like, you know, how much I was into him and being with him in a relationship just because that, that was there more than it had been in any other relationship. Um, That sort of comfort and yeah. security, which... For someone like me, having that in the context of another person is not uh, something that I, you know, comes easily for me. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And it's like it's not work, right? Like when as soon as you kind of got familiar with each other, you knew that it was just, hey, I'm I'm being me and he's being him (laughs) and you're around each other. And that's just kind of like, okay, we can focus on what we want to talk about or what we want to do. And it's not so much you know oh am i am i saying the wrong thing or being the right person that this person expects me to be because it's just acceptance right like yeah a valuable thing in a relationship
0: I, that's true and i mean it's not as though i don't ever have anxiety with or don't ever worry no. with. Yeah, like, I know it, it still happens but it's yeah I, I you are right though it's it's definitely to a lesser degree and for the most part it's not really an issue and it, it's less of an issue as time goes on of course too but i mean the, the time where it's ever i mean like any relationship Really is going to be some degree of work, but I mean, mm-hmm. it always feels like the work that's going into it is just resulting in being generally a better person coming out for it. And I don't know, in a lot of ways, having that motivation to try and improve myself, and am in my case particularly trying to like love myself more, just because like mm-hmm. I want to be a better person for this other person, but. You know that also helping me get to a point where it's like I also kind of want to just be better for myself too, right? And
2: yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome.
0: It's good. And that's part of why I, know I found someone pretty special with in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, we just man have a lot more shit in common than I have in like other relationships too. Like, it's I don't yeah. know. We, there's a lot of things that we don't necessarily enjoy in the same way, but there's like i don't know it's not that we necessarily like all the same things but there's a lot of overlap too and it's it's even the things that we don't necessarily share interests in we can at least appreciate the other person's interest in it as well which is which is cool um but yeah because i mean a big part of that too is also just like our personalities and not even necessarily our interests but just like
1: Well, it's like, uh, that's like, uh, me and my friend group. Cause, um, we've been together, we're a decent sized friend group and we've been together since high school and some even like way beyond that. And it's just, it's everything you guys have said. Like we rag on each other, like sure. We like different things, but we can like still get together, like interact about each other's interests. Like, yeah, we're just like, it's like,
2: we just fit. And if you guys, have you guys like, um, geographically drifted apart or are you all mostly in the same situation? Because that's that's what I find is difficult, right? When you you're so tight with your high school friends and then mm-hmm. you all kind of go your separate ways. And college is such a formative thing for a lot of people or whatever comes after high school in some cases. And it's like um it's tough to maintain those relationships. But I, I find I have a lot of people who I've known since well a couple in particular. One of them is Digirus do like uh mm-hmm. we have known each other uh since pre-kindergarten. Uh we went to the same daycare that my mom ran uh when we were so I've known him I like I'm 35 and I've known him for basically 33 or 34 years of my life. Nice. Um but we had another friend who I met on the first day of kindergarten actually. Um and we were friends all through elementary and high school and I would still consider myself a very good friend with uh this person um but we don't we don't stay in touch but it's one of those relationships where you know like whenever i talk to him we're we've been through so much together and, and so oh, yeah. good friends for so long that it's there's never any like oh it's weird i haven't talked to this guy in so long like we're it we're still there it's just we don't we're not we don't run in the same social circles and we are kind of at different points in our life so um but it's nice to have that connection where you're you can just pick up and go whenever you need to um but yeah i did just do and i we've uh we've walked a long road together. Um it's kind of funny that we're we're still as close as we are. We actually uh we went to college in the same program at the same time. Oh nice. I'd been looking at our uh, our local community college for the program (laughs) that uh myself and Big B also went to and along with some other people in our uh podcasting circle. Um and I was looking at going back to school in this program and I reached out to him and I said, Hey, would you be interested in in doing this program with me? I think it's up both of our alleys and he was kind of in a similar situation where we were Working in retail jobs and we're trying to figure out what to do and he we went through the whole program together and we're both uh developers in the, the same city now so it's it's interesting it's very weird he's he's basically as close <laughs> as you can get to a brother without you know the familial blood ties
0: i can i can tell like from i don't know even like when i first was getting to know you guys and having conversations with you both like I, I don't know. It, I could just tell, like seeing the two of you hang out, like there was the, the familiarity was obviously there. Like yeah. you, you two very clearly knew each other on like a very like level. And I could yeah. just, yeah, it was it was very plain to see because you and I became friends first. And then I got to know, know Stu mostly through you. And I feel like Stu and I yeah. have become pretty good buddies since then. Cause we have such great conversations. There was, there was a night oh, yeah. last summer we were on a, a discord call and there was a few of us on for a bit. I think you actually might have been on with us, Zoo.
2: I was and originally. Then... I remember this. I dropped off, and you guys talked for like a, a couple hours or something. After.
0: <laughs> oh, it wasn't a couple. Like we, I think you dropped <laughs> off. It was closer to like ten or eleven or something like that. You yeah. know, your your usual sort yeah. of time to, to you, drop you guys off. Were on the night shift. Oh, mm-hmm. I think we were on till like four or five a.m. We were just <laughs> talking all through the night. Maybe it wasn't quite that extreme, but it was it was quite a few hours. We talked about a lot of different stuff it yeah. was uh it was really cool well, that's and that's yeah.
2: awesome i it also doesn't surprise me i i say this lovingly but also Stu Stu loves to chat so as long as you you are a willing and engaged participant that that will go till 4 a.m for sure <laughs> well, um, he's, a, he's got so yeah. much knowledge and information on a lot of like such a huge variety of topics that like it's easy to chat with him. and he's what i love most about Stu is that he's super enthusiastic about everything he talks about um and oh, yeah. he, he has like a passion to to know these things and to share the information that he has about them, and that's a that's a, a great trait to have, and that kind of sense of wonder and excitement about things. I mean, that's basically like the definition of a geek, right? Is you know, oh yeah, a, in um, glowing endorsements of things that you love and are passionate about in a positive manner. It's
0: I I it's one of those things. Like I I love it, and it's one of those like particularly when, with tabletop RPG stuff, right? And especially when Stu yep. is a, a DM. I mean, even when he's a player, it gets it gets wild with some of the things he'll come up with. Like, I still remember the Shadowrun campaign that Dingo yeah. was running, and he had his character. Territory Orchard was the name,
1: yep. Yep. which <laughs> we
0: nicknamed him Terry. And I, I, I'm, I'm yep. so sure he had, like, a random generator thing that came up with that, because he also had a random generator for, like... Edition. Well, there was there was that the whole thing around collecting postcards, which is just such the a outfits. charming detail. But yeah, it was the outfits. He had like a randomizer yeah. that you could tell because he had like his phone or a computer or something he was yeah. using every time he'd be like, oh, hold on. I was like, I have uh, this outfit,
2: <laughs> a-, a plaid overcoat with a slightly leathery trim and <laughs> polka dot boots, which are, you know, mostly beige with slight spots of brown and, you know, black soles. And then he, he, it would just be this. Paint such a vivid picture of like what this guy was looking like in our squad, <laughs> oh, and an it's that level of detail. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> level of detail and kind of, um, I mean, like lots of lots of uh players who play tabletop. I found um, are very good at like the details and the nuances of their characters, um, and Stu has that. But a lot of the characters he plays, you find the depth and development in their full realization in like less expected places like that kind of, you know, um, sure. Obviously like what he's wearing, you know, like it's good to describe sort of what your character looks like and what they are in a situation, but it's more (laughs) the fact that he would always be wearing these eccentric outfits is, is a trait that territory had, but it's also, you know, we would go, Everywhere we went, he'd be like, oh, is there a gift shop? I need to go look for, you know, postcards and uh, all these mementos and things that he was collecting. Because he just, he loved postcards and trinkets. And it was, it was a really interesting trait. Um, but yeah.
0: His, his skills as a DM though, were always for me where it has shined. Because like, oh, yeah. as you mentioned that, like having knowledge on like so many different subjects and areas, like... I. It's it always blows my mind when we'll be like doing something in a in a campaign and he'll reference stuff like like deeper knowledge of a subject than like yeah he didn't just like skim a Wikipedia page for this like he he has like a fair bit of knowledge on this area but it's it's some like weirdly specific thing that like mm-hmm. did, like you almost struggle to know like how would he have known to prep for this for this session like that eventuality yeah and just he'll, he'll just be able to come up off the flight like, oh well i know about this we can we can sort of play around with this sort of deal like i don't know it was like they we had that whole train heist thing and he he has all these details about the train and it like yeah. gets really the into cars
2: and like what each car's oh, yeah. class system is right like it's like basically a cast yeah. system in the train similar to like snowpiercer um and then like on well top i mean of that there's, yeah. there's the elect- act electrified um <laughs> security system and like the the where the train exists is in a situation where you know if there's a hull breach it basically locks down that train because of hazardous waste like there's there's so many interesting things with with specifically even just that heist right but like that's kind of uh emblematic of of GM, but yeah it's uh it's one thing to be imaginative and thorough but just being able to like bring all of that together and make something cohesive that's kind of like works as a story is, is a really special skill. I think. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry. What were you going to say bees? Oh, I was going to say, so uh, I feel like a part of it uh, again, I could be wrong. Uh, but I feel like a part of it is just like, you kind of uh, think of this, especially with D and D character creation like that. Uh, you kind of paint this image in your mind and you just try to, uh, you, you're you explaining it, but then I uh, just kind of like make it up as you go along. Like, uh, especially when you want to get into these like little fine details like Stu likes to get into.
2: Yeah, I just, and yeah it just makes it so intricate. It's it's definitely planned, but it's also I think he's really good at settling into the mind state of that character and, mm. and behaving in a way that is true to what he envisions them as being, even if those decisions might not always be what the other players are aware of like we we may he may do something which we see his character do and we're like oh that's an interesting choice but that choice will make sense later as you sort of understand what the rationale was (laughs) that was true to the character if that makes sense you know what i mean like um he's always true to the character even if it's not the obvious choice for for what is evident to the rest of the party
0: Oh, exactly. Well, and that's, that's like really good role-playing in general, right? Is playing yeah. more to your character oh, yeah. than to, to what is, the and game. that's, yeah. And it's, it's that ethos that is like, it's, it's more about what's interesting than what's necessarily going to be the most successful for you yeah. in that moment. Right. Cause, and that to me is always what the success is. is not necessarily like, oh, we did the thing good and we didn't have too many issues it's more yeah. like, no, let's have some problems. Let's mix it up. Let's you know create conflict. some create some <laughs> chaos. Have some conflict, and you know have these surprising things happen that we have to think on our feet and adapt to because that makes it more interesting. It yeah, plays it makes, more it with creates, the fe-
2: Sorry.
0: yeah. Oh, I was just say it, it does more with the 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 agency that you have as a player in that kind of space because yeah. there there are no limitations.
2: And you want to create more conflict by, by taking those chances. And then when those go south, then it's like, okay, well, this is not, you know, you don't want the story wrapped up with a pretty bow. You want complications because then it's like, okay, well, what do you do with this complication? Boom. That's another session.
0: Well, exactly. Well, and even just beyond that, it's just, it's just more interesting to look back at like, it's not just like, Oh, we went in and then we beat up that guy and we got this and we beat up this next guy. And then, you know, it it all goes off without a hitch. Like that, that can be cool when it's because of like a lot of planning and a lot of like, you know, and not just planning for the sake of like, you know, it, when things go off of that hitch when they almost don't like that can be really cool when it's there's yeah. close calls but it's you know that there but when it just it's just so like i don't know it, it feels it can almost feel too mediocre if you don't have that kind of challenge there like you know it's, it's a lot better to be like oh yeah we had this crazy flight this guy threw this then then we managed to do this and bring it back around like you know yep. that kind of deal like it just it's it's that much more interesting and it's more like it, it's it's a story worth retelling that you have basically yeah. crafted together with your friends right that that could be cool
2: well and i'll remind you one of my most memorable moments i think this was in i think this was in our uh our current game uh but it was one of the earliest sessions when we were on a boat and i tried to sneakily climb up onto a roof to get a better vantage point and get the drop on some people who were on a lower level in the boat um, and I had this whole plan and I was going to be this super cool move. And I rolled like a, a crit fail or something. And I basically, I dropped a bagel out of my pocket and these birds saw it and went fucking ape shit and <laughs> were just squawking at me like crazy. And I was immediately seen. And it was like, it was funny because I tried to be this like action hero and <laughs> it just went south immediately. And these <laughs> birds ruined my life. that was, was just, a... that's perfect. I loved it. Right in that same like, Are energy. You serious?
0: We had that one scene in that one uh, the campaign we've had running for a bit with uh <laughs> with Dingo where he was in back in this alley trying to get information from these dudes and trying <laughs> oh, to like yeah. convince them to like play this dice game and they just like were yeah. not taking the bait
2: because yeah. he kept it's fucking of- his rolls. Yeah. It it just imagine this guy walking up to you and you're alone in an alleyway and he pulls the old like trench coat move where he pulls the trench coat (laughs) aside and he's he's like, hey, want to want to buy some drugs? Except he's basically like, want to play a game? And you're just like, what? what are you talking about and he kept trying to be like i want you to play a dice game with me and he the roles were going poorly so the guy's just super skeptical like uh that's kind of weird what are you doing and he just doubled down on it like i want to play a dice game with you or a card game (laughs) and it just it just got so like hilarious for the rest of us because he's trying to be this smooth Character, well, which to be fair, he usually is. Yeah, that but was these roles were just screwing him. It was hilarious.
0: That was it was such a beautiful comedy because there's so much of the campaign. He was the smooth, swath yeah. leader of our crew and everything else. Yeah. And then he's just like falling on his face because they're I think like <laughs> employees of the bar, and they're just like, We're on a fucking smoke break. Like, what do you fucking want, man? Yeah, like, yeah. And he's like,
2: uh have, it's like, the history of him having done it so well prior that just this one time he just Completely bombed. It was so funny.
0: <laughs> right there is the magic of tabletop.
2: Absolutely.
0: But I think with that though, we should head in to the shadow corner and give some recommendations Ooh, oh, yeah. for some good shit.
2: And Do me last, because I I can't even think of anything right now. This has been such a good good conversation. <laughs> oh man, what will can our... I? Can I recommend this podcast episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I. Uh, get real meta. I mean,
1: we never established you couldn't do that. Well, there we go.
0: Well, I'll
2: find something. I'll
0: I'll it, feels, it feels a little bit of a <laughs> of, of a weak one, I guess. To to throw. Yeah, a, it's
2: it's a it's a, it's a soft it's
0: one, hard, for it's sure. A uninspired, I guess. I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah i expected we were going to talk a lot more about kaiju this episode we know up t- spending a lot of time talking about stew.
2: <laughs> yeah
0: i really want him in particular to listen to this episode just because yeah it's i it must be like listening back to a recording of a bunch of people talking to you about you in a room like you're not there <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you're like <laughs>
0: i'm, I'm here like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> can we we should call the episode well we could call the episode kai stew but that's a bit. Oh. Of
0: oh, you know that's not bad. I was fine, trying to figure out some way to work, uh, work injury stew into like Godzilla versus Kong as a name, but <laughs> yeah. they were really uh, getting behind the scenes to chatter on this one here. Um, yeah, well, we'll
2: have
1: to see, but
2: that's a, a candidate. What do you guys the for professionals? So, um,
1: well, uh, lately, uh, me and uh, your boyfriend Valentine have been getting back into this game called oh. Dead by Daylight. Oh my
0: oh, god. Yeah. You
1: guys. Uh, You <laughs> uh, it's a game where uh, there's one killer four survivors uh, the survivors are obviously trying to escape the killer and uh, the killer's trying to kill them all uh, and it's just basically uh, yeah like a chase chase them uh, like hide and seek kind of game like you try to uh, complete these generators uh, while the killer's like ch- uh, chasing other people around and yeah your overall goal is just to escape and I personally love it yeah it's just such Sounds a unique like, concept to me like i've never seen another game like that well, before i've seen There's it around There's oh yeah a, there
2: there was kind of a craze of like asymmetric multiplayer like, games. evolve was i think the original yeah. one i can think of that kind of didn't really get traction but
0: i think there was like a friday the 13th one as well. that was
2: actually yeah it was called oh, friday the 13th right. with jason that's true
0: but I know Dead by Daylight's gotten a. Like, it's definitely one of the bigger ones because I know there's a yeah. lot of licensed characters in that. Like there's. Oh yeah, a
2: ton. Yeah, there's Silent Hill. They have
0: Hill, there's... killers
1: like Freddy Krueger, oh, Michael Myers, Leatherface, uh, Jigsaw, Silent
2: yeah. Hill, uh, yeah. the Pyramid that Head. That one was kind of cool. I saw. That. As well
1: as just a lot of their own creative characters.
2: They have from yep. there. Demi from strange Things
1: Oh yeah, and they also
0: have uh, Ash Williams uh, from. Oh,
1: he's oh, nice. Yeah.
0: It's a survivor character. He's pretty neat.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, it's just such a fun game to me. I
0: love it. It does look neat. I would like to give it a try.
1: I uh it's not like it's kind of branded as a horror game, but it's like not even like that scary. Like there is the odd like jump scare every now and then when there's like a Michael Myers standing right behind you and you're like holding shit. There's been the most
0: part part I've, uh, I've heard the boyfriend uh uh, just y'all yeah, be quiet. they like, "Oh fuck, shit, shit!" Oh, still <laughs> <laughs> and and I get a little bit of a chuckle, but yeah, it's, uh, it, no, it seems like a fun time. I'll give you. It, it is a pretty point. fun time. I think for me, I'm gonna recommend uh, just keeping in with the with the kaiju stuff and being our our resident kaiju, kaiju <laughs> head i guess i don't know what to call that but uh i do know what the recommendation is and that's shin godzilla from 2016 because i think there's it, it's pretty big movie among like the the godzilla fan base but if if you've never really watched a godzilla movie you want to see like some of the best that like can come out of that sort of uh subgenre. While also still being very true and faithful to like the originals and paying a lot of homage to those in a way, it is just absolutely amazing. It's such a masterful piece. It's a lot of the movie is very uh, biting commentary about like the Japanese government and how it performs, and particularly how it performed during the uh, earthquake. And tsunami and the subsequent uh, Fukushima Daiichi uh, nuclear disaster that occurred um, in much the same way that the original Godzilla in 1954 was a sort of statement on the like nuclear warfare and stuff like that and uh, Japan's obviously very dark history with it even particularly at that point which was not very long after the uh, uh, atomic bombs had dropped during World War II so yeah it's it's a a very good movie that is a lot more just about godzilla coming to fuck up japan and basically uh a group of people within the japanese government trying to do what they can to like actually like save it while a lot of the bureaucracy around them is kind of just floundering to try and actually react while crippled by its own ways kind of thing it's uh very good time very strongly recommend it it was actually directed uh at least in part by the same guy who created the evangelion uh, anime as well actually oh, yeah. it, it uh it, it bears a lot of that dna for sure as uh, <laughs> of, of both of those things um cool. very strongly recommend what about yuzu i have bought you as much time as
2: i could <laughs> Yeah, I, I narrowed it down to two. One's a music one that I, I don't have necessarily a great preparation for what I want to say, even though I really like them and I have for many years. So we're going to go with Apex Legends. I'm playing Ooh. a whole lot of that. I, I can't say I've heard every episode of the last little bit. So I don't know if somebody's already shouted this out. But as you guys know, I and we have been playing a shit ton of Apex Legends. I... um. I was very excited about this game when it launched with season zero um, and I played it a lot that season up until the point where they were going to introduce the first battle pass. And then I kind of fell off of it and didn't come back to it basically until like a month ago. And it has its hooks in me real deep now. And I'm it's it It, it basically I. I have barely played Destiny 2 in about. (laughs) The same time frame that I've been playing Apex, like it's it's extremely minimal, and nothing has done that to me in a really long time. So, kudos <laughs> so- to Apex. Uh, I'm I'm having a blast with it, and having a blast playing with you guys when we do play. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah, that's we that's, that's,
1: good that's
0: the, the big upside <laughs> with it for me. Yeah. Apex, a lot of fun. I well, there's some things about it I'm not as as fond of, but <laughs> the core yeah. gameplay I will admit, Respawn did a very good job with. And I will also concede. I generally like to believe that they're not the reason a lot of the other gross stuff is there. But that
1: aside,
2: that's a, a statement. Yeah, not, not a complete assumption. I think yeah. there's there's always a little bit on both sides. But I think there's the a, a heavy-handed factor that's uh, driving the majority of that with that game. <laughs>
0: a heavy-handed EA shaped factor. Yeah, uh, EA shaped. <laughs> But no, it's a very fun time. We got a win earlier today, you and I, Zoo. That was a weird
2: out. game, but we did <laughs> it. Which Yeah, we basically, <laughs> yeah.
0: We, we more or less just went unnoticed for the whole time up until we were up against the other team, which was the last. We
2: literally team. didn't see a single soul until there was two squads left, and then we beat <laughs> the one squad we needed nice. to. So 100% of the people we needed to beat, we but beat. I've we had games beat, like we that. Beat. We beat the other the other squad. That's right. Yeah. yeah as, By as de facto, dude. we are the best. We are the champions.
0: Oh yeah! It was it was an impressive fight, but we only had to fight like three dudes. So, <laughs> yeah. but,
2: but we killed them. They're but you get, but you won. That's all that matters. That's true. That's it. the record states. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the record also states that this is the end of episode twenty-two. Thanks everyone for coming out to join us again this yeah. week.
2: Yeah, thank, thank you, for you very having much. Me once Enjoy. again,
0: absolutely. Zoe. We pr- love having you on. We're so oh yeah, we
1: always appreciate having you.
2: It's a joy. <laughs> gotta say. It's uh, a speaking joy. of
1: which, make sure you go check him out on uh, Twitter, oh. uh, Bandcamp, SoundCloud. If you didn't know, yeah. he supplies us with our intro and outro tunes.
2: Yeah, I would recommend checking me out on all the places except Twitter, where all I do is shit post. But otherwise, <laughs> that's a great recommendation. I mean,
0: <laughs> If if anything, this this podcast has been uh, a really great uh, advertisement for your your style (laughs) at the very least. I mean, that's what I try to I strive for that. So (laughs) (laughs) if they if they're digging that, they should go check it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, But no, it's this is it. This is the. I don't know. I'm I'm all wired up. I'm so full of energy today, but like I have nowhere to direct it because I'm stuck inside because we're going into another lockdown. But this has been episode 22,
1: and I've been Bigby. And I've been Beas, And that's Zoo. (laughs) And we'll see y'all on the next one. Stay sexy, folks. Bye-bye.